On today's episode of Big Bash Banter, we're halfway through the Women's Premier League tournament and we ask, what the hell is up with the umpiring? There's all the latest cricketing news and we thank you, our listeners, as we pass 1,000 downloads. Let's get into it. Welcome everybody to season two, episode. Holy hell! Season two, episode nine. Wow, almost double figures of big bash banter. I'm here today, not with the wisdom of wisdom, Maurice. We've got a bit of an update there. I'm joined by the man who's not the twelfth man. It's the waste man. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. I was going to say nine is better than any cricket score I've ever achieved. I think my best batting performance ever. <clears throat> I had two great stats, so once I hit two runs off 53 balls. I mean, that's patience right there, isn't it? Was this in a 2020 game? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was I, think, I think it may have been 30 overs. Yeah. It was junior cricket. Yeah. I think it may have been 30 overs, so I definitely took up the crease. Yeah. And I didn't actually get out, I retired. <laughs> <laughs> Did someone and, who can hit the ball come out, please? And then the other one was, yeah, I did actually hit, I, I think my high score was like eight, because I was a bowler. Yeah. But it was just the the one shot I, I could say could play. The one shot I did play was just this horrific slog sweep. Oh, nice. <laughs> what's what's your cricketing pedigree? No, oh, I, I played some corporate games. That's about it. A lot of bowling in the nets to mates, but not really real cricket. But I'm a spinner as well. Okay. Yeah. Right arm. Good, yeah. Over? Around? What do you prefer? Oh, it depends on the batter, doesn't it? That's right, we're professionals here, folks. <laughs> now, a bit of an update from Maurice. Like we said, she's not here this week. She'll be making a return soon, though. Hmm. We miss her. We do miss her, and we wish her well, but she's given us an update as to what she's been up to. Sent through encrypted two-way peer-to-peer communication. Oh, really? Maurice has given me the following update. She has been... Did you just say that in South African accent? <laughs> following update. <laughs> Not intentionally, but Maurice brings out that in me. Um, no doubt she'll be disgusted mm. this whole little bit. Um, she goes, she's been called away to deal with the situation in Ukraine, but should have it under control in a week or so. Yeah, well, I mean, really, if Maurice is there, two or three days, really. I'm just really glad she's Putin in the effort. <laughs> <laughs> but she sorts shit out, doesn't she? Uh, particularly when it comes to the likes of, say, uh, Annabelle Sutherland. Yeah, well... Not the only person that sorted out Annabelle Sutherland, is she? Well, we will get to that because, of course, this pod is mainly going to deal with the Women's Premier League review. We've got a lovely bit of symmetry going on in the points table, which we'll get to. Before we get there, though, firstly, big thank you to our listeners. We've officially passed the 1,000 listens or 1,000 download threshold. Let's let's hear that. Oh. Oh. Wow. Oh, the people love that. And I think that applause is from us to our listeners. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So it just sounds like more than two people. That's how excited we are. That's right. Um, just a couple of little stats, which we put up on our social media. Again, you can follow us at Big Bash Banter on Twitter, Big Bash Banter on Facebook and Instagram. How do you find us on Instagram, Weissman? Big Bash Banter. So a couple of little stats for you. I'll put this up a day ago. We've now got more. So at the time I put this up, there were 1,011 downloads from 16 different countries, 
53% of the downloads coming from Australia. And like I said, the Indians carrying the pod, 36% of total downloads from India. Per episode listens up 83% from season one to season two. And the biggest, the most popular, the <laughs> best episode by consensus. Thanks, everyone, for this. Season two, episode seven, the Women's <laughs> Premier League theme song. I maintain it's because people wanted to know what happened in the WNCL final, but but no. Well done on the song, Jared. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Mm. How's it going on YouTube? I haven't put it up on YouTube. Oh, well, I probably should have. Yeah. Do you think it's too late? No, not not for a song like that. <laughs> Let's get into the news. Brought to you by Ruth. The three exhibition matches in Pakistan between the Amazons and the Superwomen have been completed, with Amazons taking the series two games to one. The Women's Pakistan League will begin in September. The 2023 Pacific Island Cricket Challenge is underway. It's a men's and women's T20 tournament featuring Papua New Guinea, Fiji, Vanuatu, Anzac Barbarians and Samoa. Match three of the New Zealand Inter-Island Series has been abandoned. North Island easily defeated South Island in the first two matches. Danae Vanderkirk has announced her international retirement. A record amount of over 55,000 tickets have already been sold for the Women's Ashes, with the first T20 game of the series already a sellout. The multi-format series commences the 22nd of June in Trent Bridge. And finally, in men's cricket news, WA has defeated South Australia to win the Marsh Cup final. Back to you in the studio. I know it's the men's cricket, but mm. we're, we're a West Australian podcast, so we get amongst it when it comes to West Australian cricket. A couple of stats from that Marsh Cup final. Yeah. Mitch Marsh, 27 ball 50, which is the fastest in Marsh Cup final history, mm. as well as Josh Inglis's 138, highest ever score in a final. Yeah. And as an aside, in that game, Bancroft went past 15, Cam Bancroft, that is, went past 1,500 runs in BBL, Marsh Cup and Shield games combined for this season. Yeah. Still not getting a cap. Come on. Yeah. Particularly looking at what happened today, uh, so day five, <laughs> actual day five of the mm. test between Australia but and India. Yeah. I just can't help but think if Travis Head and Cam Bancroft were in that team from match one, this could have been a different series. Mm. It's devastating. He's rubbed someone or something the wrong way. <laughs> Now, speaking of uh, international events, there's been a bit of Batmobile diplomacy going on between Australia and India. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I did see that in the news. So it is the Australian Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, going to meet with... uh, It's Prime Minister, isn't it? Modi? He's a Prime Minister? Yep. And it's going well. Mm. Didn't he sort him out about something, though? Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi calls on Anthony Albanese to combat attacks on temples in Australia. What temples are getting attacked in Australia? Three temples in Melbourne were targeted in the lead-up to a vote by Sikh Victorians in a non-binding pro-Khalistan referendum leading to protests by pro-India groups. Oh, God. That might be a bit of a sore point. (laughs) We've really done our best to get this pod kicked off the air this season, haven't we? (laughs) When we've waded into India-Pakistan relations, yeah. What was the other? Oh, yeah, we've um, we've we've had words with the Taliban, yeah. Um, and now we're getting into. <laughs> All right, we'll move on from that. Maybe That's... we shouldn't mention any any no. diplomatic relations in the no. future. 
All right, so Amazons and Superwomen's very briefly before we get into the WPL. Similarly to the WPL, saw some very high scores. Amazons went over 200, two out of three games. Mm, second two games, yeah. Most notably, Daniel White scored a 97 off 45. Wow. Just to give you a, a gauge of how good a score that was. Maroof in the same game, 73 off 51. So it was obviously a batter-friendly wicket. Yeah. And Volvard in game three scored 53 off 26. Nice. And, of course, she's now in the WPL. Mm. It looked like it was a small crowd, but enough of it, enough of a crowd to think, okay, these are just exhibition games which were put together quite quickly. Mm. Enough to think, okay, that there is real interest around this tournament. There's a thirst for it. I'll tell you what, the bloody camera absolutely loved Nita Dar. Yeah. Oh, you know, you can see why. She's a superstar. Twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> Uh, we wish the, the Pakistan League well. Yeah, look forward to that in September, did you say? I did say that, but or as you know, the it? news is prone to change. <laughs> <laughs> if that's wrong, let us know. Yeah. All right, Waste Man. How far are we going to dig, dig into this um, league? It's halfway point. Yeah. Last night was the exact halfway th- point through the season. Everyone's played each other once now. You didn't respond to my comment about RCB now being on the bottom. Are they also sponsored by a cement company? <laughs> Maybe that's their problem. Have you seen the points table? Mumbai's um, run rate has got to be some kind of record. Plus three and a half. But the points respectively are eight, six, four, two, zero. That's so if you're symmetry. Yeah, if you're a parent looking to teach your child some basic <laughs> um, times tables, yeah. some basic addition, I encourage you to look at the... Take a <laughs> screenshot. If we're lucky, it'll um, you know everyone will get twice as many points in the next game, That's in the right. next next half of the season. Yeah, I mean to think if if Royal Challengers Bangalore double their current score, yeah. they'll still be on zero. Which <laughs> <laughs> it's it is a little bit baffling that they haven't managed to do that yet. And their superstar, Elise Perry, has been performing well for them. Oh, so how do you pronounce it? Oh, I thought it was Elisai Perai. <laughs> like, who is this? She did all right in the last game. It was She's like they've well. uncovered some fresh new talent. This <laughs> Done well every game. The big news from an Australian point of view has been Beth Mooney's injury. As we predicted on the pod last week, she's out of the tournament. Mm-hmm. In comes Vulvart to replace her. Gardner's then promoted the vice captain of the team. And Snorana is now the captain of the Gujarat Giants. Yeah. Um, and all right, we'll, we'll start beginning. So the first game since last time is RCB versus Mumbai. And Hayley Matthews is probably the standout of this game. Three for 28 off four overs and 77 off 38, not out. So that was, that was all that I wrote down from that because I think it was a little bit one-sided, that game. Um, and then we had UP Warriors versus the Delhi Capitals. And landing again, she's not there to fuck spiders. She's just there to... Hit great runs, opening partnerships. Um, they didn't play Grace Harris. So I was a bit. They, she's missed a couple of games now, mm. saying that she's unwell or something. But it was um, their second consecutive 200-plus score. The um, Capitals on their merry way. This is where I first noticed. Um, this first rain delay we've had. It's not supposed to rain in Mumbai in March, I'm told. But the um, the CGI. Have you seen, have you seen that when they've gone down to the player and they've gone inside the player's visor and they've shown with the hitting zones and where this player's been yes. doing their runs. Yes. And they move to the crowd and there's this weird writhing zombie horde 
Jesus. In the crowd. And it's a little bit off-putting, I have to say. Like, I'm trying to look at what the, what this batter is doing, and all I can see is these zombies. It's a little bit scary. Just a window to our future. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know how the fans in India feel about being represented like that, but... Anyway, so we had the Battle of the Bottom after that. So Giants and RCB. And Dunkley had a great game. Fastest half century in the WPL of 50 balls. And she got 65 of 28. Arlene Diel got 67 of 45. Um, Divine found some form. It's good to see. Um, 66 of 45. Yeah, we noted last week that even though she hadn't made a, that big score yet. She was just looking confident. Just finding and, the middle and, of the bat. And more more than anything, she just looked relaxed. Yeah, it was good to see. So I'm not surprised to see she's back in the runs. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, they persisted with Sutherland when the game was on the line. 17th over. Um, this is while Divine was still in. So Divine hits a six. Then she hits a rank full toss. Mistimes rank. it. Um <laughs> And then we had a leg by, we had three wides, we had two fours, another wide and a four. RCB would have been doing pretty well to win the game at this point, but if you're hitting 23 off and over, they probably would have done it. Yeah. And that's backing up her performance, which we read on the pod last week. So yeah. it's, she's stacking up the failures. Yeah, so I don't know why. I mean, Garth had only bowled three overs and um, Mansi Joshi had overs to spare. And I mean, that she hadn't been cheap, but... I want to give other players a chance. Like anyway, I think she got dropped for the next game, so I suppose they are taking that on board. Then we had the game, which was the 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 game of the series so far, which was the Indians and the Capitals, which was a bit of an anticlimax. wasn't terribly high scoring, it was, was close-ish, I suppose. But it was all about the bowling, really. So it's probably the first time it's really which one been are you like saying this. was close-ish? Oh, it's close in that it was a low score. I should it say wasn't, it wasn't close at all. It was an absolute <laughs> bloody flog. That's right. Um, I don't know what they call it in India. Was it a flogging, a pantsing? Is there some other expression we're not aware of? No. Let us know. That's right. <laughs> Maybe the only people listening to us in India are expats, and they don't know either. No. No, people are all over it. They love it. Because we use the universal medium of music. Oh, I thought you were going to say cricket. Oh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but the bowling was great. So Izzy Wong's been... Three for 10 off four. Mm. Amazing figures. And then Saika Shaq, three for 13 off three. And then Matthews, three for 19 off four. And then she got 32 with a bat. And so, yeah, they could really take it easy. Mumbai could take it easy with the chase. So and that remains to be seen. A good game between those two. Definitely going to be in the finals, though, too. Yeah, there's two clear standouts, being those two teams you just mentioned. And the next one that's coming up very close on their heels are the UP Warriors. Yep. And they played the next game against Royal Challengers Bangalore, bowled them out for 138. And then we see what is so far the innings of the tournament. Alyssa Healy, 96 of 47, not out. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been the first player to make that WPL yeah. 100. Haven't seen it yet. Unfortunately, she didn't have a big enough total to chase, did she? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, why are they so bad, RCB? I don't know what's not working for the team right now. It, well, to me, it seems the bowling's just not good enough. Well, it's just everything. We, we, to be fair, we haven't scored particularly highly. I say we. Look at me. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm amongst it. You're right in there. I'm amongst it. 
We haven't on both fronts. We've been been poor. Mm. Haven't scored enough, and I think above all, have just not been able to contain the runs. That's been no. the most stark thing for me. Just the yeah. inability to control the scoring. And I mean, the two best teams have the mo- two most experienced captains. I mean, that can't be overlooked. Cora and Lanning. Jeez, hasn't Cora been good this tour? She really has. I mean, she's really shown the world what she can do. I mean, I, I don't know that she's really... She's done all right in the Big Bash here. but And in the series against Australia, she was okay. But in the World Cup, she was okay. But, yeah, this series the WPL she's right up there oh she almost won the bloody final for, for India in the World Cup yeah but she didn't slide her bat did she keep the bat sliding <laughs> or you'll get a hiding <laughs> that's it well let's let's skip now to the game that's just occurred uh, on Sunday between the UP Warriors and the Mumbai Indians because this was full of controversy for oh, one yeah. particular <laughs> review now, we've watched this. It occurred during the innings of the Mumbai Indians. That uh, West Indian captain, Hayley Matthews, is at the crease. <laughs> she hits the ball in the middle of the bat. It's a beautiful defensive shot. <laughs> beautiful defensive <laughs> shot. Uh, the ball then goes from her bat to her foot, and that's it. Now, Alyssa Healy reviews, <laughs> which, okay, she has that... Right. Well, she couldn't see. She was behind, okay? That's right. She definitely heard it hit the pad at some point, or a foot. <laughs> so you see the replay, and the ball clearly hits the dead center of the bat and yeah. then rebounds onto the shoe. And then you get to the... And, guys, if, if you haven't seen this, folks, you've got to seek it out, okay? You've got to seek out this footage because mm. it's the most farcical thing I've ever seen in, in, in any game of cricket. Yeah. <laughs> and then the umpire's like, okay, you know... Let's get sight on vision. Mm. And then the vision that the, th- the, the TV umpire is seeing is in reverse. So you see the ball hitting the foot first and then going onto the bat. <laughs> and on that basis, they overturn the decision well, and get they, it out. They replay the second half of the shot rather than the first half. Oh, oh forgot the other good, the other great part about it is. They take the point of impact as the bat. <laughs> the full force of the cricket bat is the point of impact for the yeah. LBW. Yeah. Umpiring standards haven't been high. You get the odd good decision. Yeah, well done. That was a tricky one. But, yeah. All fairness to Sophie Eccleston, though, for going and saying, no, nah, nah, I don't want that. I'll withdraw my appeal. Like, it's clearly not out. And she didn't stop until it got reviewed again. Did you get the I didn't impression? know that you could do that. <laughs> but yeah, you saw Hayley Matthews' batting partner signal for a review of the review. Yeah, she's just like, no, no. Did you get the impression that Sophie Eccleston's teammates weren't as... Definitely not. ...weren't as keen to be generous? I think that Healy hit Eccleston with a keeping glove and it's just like, the umpire set out. Play the umpire. And I'm like, well done, Sophie. You put the game aside and you thought, what's right here? And she did it. Yeah, I like to see that. Mm. I'm all for, you know, this whole thing about, you know, people walking when they've nicked it and the umpire gives them not out. I disagree with that because sometimes you'll get given out when you're not out. You know, it's just the game of mm. cricket. But something like that where it's blatantly... Yeah, I mean, Eccleston yeah. saw it on the replay yeah. when they were doing the review and just like, nah, she's shaking her head already. Yeah, nah. Good on Eccleston. Yeah. And... Well i tell you what, we'll be seeing a lot more of Eccleston come June with the Women's Ashes. Yeah, that's exciting. 
June, you say? June the 22nd. It's a multi-format series. Starts with a, as we heard in the news, starts with a test match. And how's that? The the amount of pre-sales they've already had, enough to the point where they've already sold out the first T20 match. That's, really, that's phenomenal. It's really great. England are getting right behind the women's cricket. It's good to see. How much of a chance do you give England? Are they going to be playing with the Duke ball? We would have thought so. Mm. Yeah, that gives them a bit more of an advantage, doesn't it? But then a lot of Australian players are playing in the 100, which I assume they use Duke as well. Well, that'll be... Yeah, have played in the 100, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but obviously the 100 will be after. Oh, it's after, is it? The 100 will be after the... Mm. I think there's just so much women's cricket. There really is, isn't there? But it's it's really exciting, like you were saying before, like footy season is almost upon us <laughs> for those of us in Australia, and it's like it's an afterthought at the moment. That's Australian rules football, and if you're in our Indian listeners, we're reaching out to you. If you think to yourself, oh, Australian rules football, always wanted to get into that, the team you want are the Fremantle Dockers. Absolutely. All those um, Warriors fans, it's a purple there for you there too. I wanted to mention um, Wolvart's triumphant entrance into the WPL. Go on. Coincided with Marazan Cap's FIFA. Yes. Cap, if anything, like a sentimental moment makes Cap even angrier. She's just like, right, Wolfart, you're going down. Yeah. Danae's retirement from international cricket, 29 years old, was bought... But has not played in this in the WPL yet. Is she, isn't she with ICB? Yes. Come on, get her out there. Yeah, especially given their bowling's been such an issue. I'm surprised she hasn't gotten a Guernsey yet. Mm. But then again, some of their bowlers that bowl better than that have been getting flogged. I mean, I think, didn't um, Parai get smashed for 40? I off? thought you were about to say another player would be <laughs> you wash your mouth out. <laughs> no, I think that, yeah, they've all been, even players that are normally good. I mean, should doesn't should pay for them? Yes. And she's been getting spanked mm, around. Mm. It is not, it's not great. I mean, 29 is really when most cricketers are at their peak of their powers, isn't it? Yep. And it's a real loss for South Africa. And, oh, I think for women's cricket in general, I think she's a great captain. I mean, yeah, she really needs to be out in the field helping. This man Dana, I think, is the captain for RCB. The, the, the most expensive player of the tournament. Yeah, it's Woo! funny that the two most expensive players of the tournament are in the bottom two teams. Tell you what, that, that, that bargain buy of Alyssa Healy is looking better and better as, as the week goes on. All right, that's been our review of the WPL in the week that has been. We'll be back next Tuesday with a further update on the action. By then, we should be almost through all the group games into the finals. We're getting excited, getting amongst it, hoping, hoping that RCB can rise from the ashes and make something of themselves in the second half of the tournament. Before mm. we go, last week we talked about Brabham Stadium. Let's hear something about D.Y. Patil. The following is thanks to sportsmatic.com. D.Y. Patil Stadium. It was officially inaugurated on the 4th of March 2008 and has a capacity of 55,000, which makes it the ninth largest cricket stadium in India. In terms of the significance of the stadium, the final match of the IPL 2008 was played at the stadium. Since 2014, the stadium is the home ground of the Indian Super League franchise Mumbai City FC. Mumbai Indians played some of their IPL matches at this ground, and now it's one of only two grounds to host 2023 Women's Premier League matches. And that's a little about DY Paddle Stadium. Thanks for listening, guys. 
All right. Anything else before we go, Waste Man? No, I don't think so. And what song Sorry. are we going to play him out with? Our usual theme song or play him out with the WPL? Oh, well, it's such a hit. I think we have to, don't we? <laughs> All right, everyone. That has been Season 2, Episode 9 of Big Bash Banter. We're going to be back next week. And we'll get a we'll get an update from Maurice. See if she solved all the world problems. We'll wade into some into some more political issues we shouldn't go near. But fuck it, we're gonna do it anyway. Absolutely. Good night, everyone. Bye. Adding credentials so extensive Five teams to see Mumbai to Delhi Women's Premier League